people manager and looking for ways to deal with remote communication challenges then this episode is for you this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future folks i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe through the guiding voice we drive conversations that matter conversations that add value to your life and your career and in every episode successful leaders across the globe share some insightful wisdom as well as knowledge so that each one of our audience will acquire more knowledge by tuning into the guiding voice per every minute than any other podcast in this space thank you so much for joining me and you are extremely pleased to have mitadru day part of our journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe mitadru much awaited episode but uh, glad to have you part of the journey and uh, hearty welcome to the guiding voice Thank you so much, Navin, for inviting me. What truly differentiates this podcast with others is the focus on getting on the point while discussing a topic. And it's an honor to be part of this journey, journey to help fellow professionals. Uh, and before we get into the questions, uh, and I was talking to Navin before the podcast that you know uh, some of the milestones episodes, and definitely I recommend all the viewer to watch if they have not watched. It really inspired me about about the podcast. Uh, So yeah looking forward to uh, have a chat with you and thank you all the listeners for setting aside time to listen because i know it's so many things going on and setting aside time to watch this it's it's a lot so i'm really grateful all right yeah pleasure to have you as well and thanks for the kind words uh, mitadru without further ado let's get into our conversation and maybe you can quickly talk about your career journey right uh, right now you are also into a pro bono career coaching and all so how did your career start and uh, what it took for you to reach where you are today sure uh, i i grew up uh, in in calcutta in west bengal um, and my aspiration was to become a civil servant with indian government which never happened i never wanted to study economics i ended up studying economics so things i didn't want to do in life i ended up doing that so that's how i got into corporate jobs because there was nothing else for me to do and all my friends were doing it so i took a shot uh, that really changed my life uh, and i had the opportunity to have great managers in my career who really pushed me and inspired me to think beyond my day to day job so with my current organization i've been with that organization for 16 years where i had the opportunity to build out teams from ground up in different parts of india in the us and i support internal clients globally and lead initiatives uh, giving back to communities across regions i had the opportunity to manage a team early days in my career which i enjoy till date i had one misconception when i was early in my career that team leaders or managers they don't do work they just do meetings so that was my motivation to become a team leader because i don't have to do work i just have to do meeting which which i realized uh, it was so um, misconception and i had to learn in hard ways to manage a team uh, and that triggered me to think about how i can you know work with other aspiring team leaders and managers because managing people managing team it's a, it's a tough job yeah i i understand and uh, throughout this 16 years of career journey what is one favorite failure okay maybe what i'm trying to uh, pull from you is is there a situation wherein you aspired for something but that didn't happen and because of which 
some other better thing has come to your way like is there anything of that sort yeah sure as i was telling you that when i first became a team leader i thought i was a good performer as an individual contributor so becoming a team leader would be an easy job and what i did which were wrong is that i used to take out my team for lunch and dinner i thought okay just you know you know uh, providing the meals will help me giving getting a good rating in front of my management and it never happened i still remember uh, the meeting one of my vice president had with my team just to see how i am performing he had a one hour meeting and after that first thing he told me that uh, i was in fool's paradise i thought you were a good team leader but you are not so you really need to pull your socks up and 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 do well so that led me almost into a depression i i lost hope to work and i didn't feel like going to work and he he was a great people manager and he realized that something wrong with me and he had a conversation with me and he told me one thing which i still apply today is that when you manage a team you need to think from the other person's shoes what's other person's skill set what he or she is good at not what you think you are good at will reflect on your team so i still apply that uh, principle in in managing teams yeah definitely we have to observe the best in people and try to leverage that which will add as a complement to the team right it makes absolute sense and uh, now let's move to the core of today's topic which is more about um, this remote communication right so what are the challenges uh, that that uh, the leaders today are facing with regard to uh, communicating with their teams remotely so there are three challenges i can i can think about uh, first one is that building trust with your team when you are in person in office it is very easy to interact with people you turn around you talk to someone or you just stand up and talk to people or you you meet people in cafeteria or canteen but it doesn't happen in in remote situation so building a trust i would say it's a, it's a big challenge because every time you want to speak to someone you need to message someone say hey can you got into a zoom call or can i call you and and it it, it doesn't come naturally to to build trust with your team so that's one second would be effective collaboration what happens that when you are working with a team on a project and you want to talk to your teammate uh it is much easier to get into a conference room and talk to them brainstorms use whiteboard uh with due respect to technology i know a lot of things you can do virtually but again you can create that vibe and in person energy of collaboration in a in a virtual world the third and most important from managerial perspective is communicating difficult decisions before pandemic when all of us used to go to work five days a week and six days i mean depending on where you work from if you have to communicate a change especially which is not a great news you need to get into a conference room and you need to share that knowledge right now you just can't do it because you may not get everyone at the same time you meet people in a different time zone uh, they may be off and then once you share the news it will run faster so before you communicate to your team member who was not present the person will get to know so communicating especially difficult decisions is is a big challenge in remote setup yeah Co- communicating difficult uh decisions as well as having those critical conversations in real world itself is challenging and it is much more challenging in the remote environment because we will not get to know to read their body language completely right, right. we 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 just try to look at their face and all and yeah i completely agree with you and now let's talk about the team building aspects within this uh, remote uh, work environment like what should somebody focus if it is a 
first timer or or even a seasoned manager because this is how uh, probably is the first time right in in our at least in our lifetime where we are experiencing this kind of uh, setting and all and this is going to continue right it is not uh, something like a thing in the past and it is going to be part and parcel of our, of our lives managing the remote teams and it is going to increase further so in this whole uh, scenario what would be the aspects in terms of building effective teams in the remote environment sure uh, first aspect i would talk about is team meeting structure so every team has meetings maybe once a week once in two weeks once once a month and what generally happens i have seen is that the team leader or manager who runs the team he or she chairs the meeting sets the agenda and talks most of the time now this is this is good but uh, i think one experiment i did with my team is that i realize that with that format i just explained i don't see a lot of participation from my team members so i i launched a survey and i said okay guys tell me what is working what is not working uh, first feedback came to me was that the frequency is too much we don't want to meet every week i said okay then they said okay this time of the day uh, is not working because you know early morning we have other things to do we can be more productive instead of getting into a team meeting uh, third thing is that that uh, the team meeting we have now you speak most of the time so we also get the opportunity to speak so i made those changes where i said okay we'll change the frequency we'll meet less we, we will decide that on a rotation someone will chair the meeting and that person will decide the agenda so that brings empowerment to the team and that worked second uh, point i'll talk about is uh, focusing on a collaboration tool now we have a lot of collaboration tool uh, so using effectively those tools should be very useful because we use emails to send files and there are multiple versions of changes people are saving on their local drive so my recommendation would be think about what's the collaboration tool you can use where you can share files you can exchange messages even you can call a person or create a team meeting so that you can have one tool for collaboration set off you know using emails using your instant messenger calling people so that saves a lot of time and again it feels like we are part of the same team third thing is getting feedback from the team i would say once in every few months and one of my mentor taught me these things whenever uh, you ask feedback uh, there are if you look at uh, any survey there are three things one is that what's working well second is that what is not working well you should stop and third thing is that what you should continue doing so ask those questions to your team to your management uh, and that's the first part second part is that once you get feedback you need to commit to those feedback to implement changes with the timeline so these three aspects of team meeting collaboration tool and taking periodic feedback would help you building team uh, within a country across countries mm-hmm. this reminds me of uh, start stop continue right okay. of course whatever you conveyed is the same thing but this is the acronym that uh, we typically use in the corporate environment continue what you are doing well and start something new and stop what you shouldn't be doing or not we are not supposed to do it now let's talk about uh, mistakes other than one mistake that uh, i noticed uh, based on your uh, previous responses team leader doing all the talk and setting the agenda which you have handled it tactfully by giving that uh, facilitation option on rotation basis 
in fact i have also followed that uh, in my previous uh, organization settings and all and it works wonders and the way i have empowered teams is uh, i told them hey you know you come up with a unique idea okay it, it need not just be about uh, going around the table and talking about the updates or the talking about the impediments related to the deliverables rather engage the team right so every time out of this 60 minutes first 10 minutes should go for some a game or some sort of engagement and this game whatever a team member a is uh, conducting it should not be repeated by team member b that guy should come with a different thought process right i thought uh, i'd mention this aspect and now uh, talking about the mistakes what other than team leader himself or herself owning the entire agenda and setting it driving and doing all the talk track are there any other mistakes which uh, managers are doing in the remote work environment yeah there are several uh, i'll highlight three one uh, is micromanagement what happens is that you don't know what your team members are working on and because you are not sitting next to them or in the same office comes naturally i've seen in in some of the team leaders to micromanage where you keep asking what's going on send me a status update every day or you know every two days can you get to a daily call so there is a tendency which i i would say unconsciously a lot of managers starts doing because there's a fomo what what's my team members doing i don't know so that's number one uh, i think you need to be mindful about as a manager that okay am i micromanaging my team second is that uh, how to share feedback which we touched early on in a, in a remote environment for example if you're doing an appraisal discussion and again depending on the organization if it permits i would suggest that you should share the material well in advance for the team member to read and be prepared instead of you know getting into a call and talking about what's going well what's not going well uh, that's important uh, and while sharing a feedback i would say book a time in advance not on a last moment that that helps and also ask the person because since it's a remote that okay do you is this time work for you because maybe that person has to take care of a child or take care of parents and you need to be mindful about okay the person should be in a right frame of mind where having feedback discussion it cannot be distracted because the home environment so checking that in advance uh, it it helps and third thing is that and this is what i have noticed is more for a global team when you work with multiple stakeholders or clients conscious of time zone and holidays because see, i have seen like within india also sometimes different cities you have different holidays and we are not mindful about those things and also the time zone because especially in a global organization for example 8 am in new york is 8 pm in singapore so i think you need to be mindful about when setting up you know those meetings so that it serves purpose for everyone so be cautious about micromanagement be mindful about how you are sharing feedback the environment and third about the time zone of setting up meetings yeah see time zone thing has been a problem like not just before not not uh, that it is relevant to uh, remote work but it has been a problem and uh, one thing what i used to suggest some of the leaders is why don't you schedule the meetings on rotation basis sometimes you can do in your morning time sometimes you do it in your evening times that right. way people can balance right because many a times what happens is people that are in india or in the asian countries they tend to stretch over their we- evenings and the late nights and all right so it it can be rotated right wherein our counterparts from the us right sometimes they can 
stay long i mean stay stay up in the evening and that that way it uh, actually promotes that sort of uh, camaraderie and at the same time it gives uh, flexibility saying that okay we are all one team kind of thing rather than getting into a situation where an onshore team is uh, outsourcing everything to offshore and then they are kind of giving and we are on the receiving part right so that would be my advice i don't know like uh, <laughs> if if there might be many more uh, uh, principles which others might be practicing i would for the audience like in case if you have any inputs in terms of how can we better collaborate dealing with uh, various time zones so that uh, there is a right and fine balance across the time zones if if at all you guys have any inputs uh, definitely feel free to comment if you are watching it on uh, youtube com- comment on the video comment section or else you can drop a note on social media wherever you found the link all right yeah, yeah so, that's a great point in terms of again we are talking about collaboration i think yeah, that's a real life example yeah uh, we are doing this podcast and then we are ensuring that there is a collaboration opportunity for the audience so that you all of you feel part of this podcast it's not like one way communication so yeah that's a great point i mean absolutely see because here we are providing a platform and facilitating interactions from people whom we know or whom we have approached but there are so many other leaders out there with wonderful points and they can definitely chime in right yeah all right so moving to the next question uh, what are some best practices that you have observed in the remote communication mitadru one uh, i think and i'll talk about like three things uh, one is virtual team building sessions uh, which i have seen that really work where uh, you set up meetings and there are so many team building uh, options available these days i would suggest you really need to get to know your team personally as well and again i'm not saying that you know you need to know like 100% someone in person whatever to what extent that person is comfortable sharing the person who he or she is i think this that's very important so virtual team building sessions i i would suggest definitely you know plan it maybe once a month once in two months where you don't talk about work you just uh, spend time with each other in team building session striking a balance of check-ins with employees there is no one size fits all uh, in in some situations an employee due to the pandemic situation or the personal situation maybe needs more hand holding than others so as a manager you really need to figure out okay with uh, satish i need to spend maybe twice every week but with amrita maybe i need to spend once in two weeks so so striking that balance based on what employee thinks you need because as i mentioned at the beginning that everyone is different so you need to you know balance the frequency of check-ins you know based on you know your employee needs and third is that how you can make organic networking between team members because what happens is that we do have like coffee chat or general networking session uh, where okay you just go and chat about chat with people but within the team where you see that there is an opportunity of a project where you can bring in two individuals maybe who are uh, not interacting otherwise bring them together in a project and that will create an organic networking opportunity for them beyond the project to which which would which would help and also strengthen your team so yeah i think virtual team building sessions balance of frequency check-ins and creating organic networking opportunities for team members i i love this uh, striking the balance of chickens and all yeah because we can't follow this one size fits all right depending on the personality somebody might need a lot of hand holding and somebody might be a self starter with minimal 
or no support they can uh, just act like a go getter kind of thing wonderful point all right so mitadru this so, been... sorry navin i'll add one more point yeah, yeah. as we are talking it just came <laughs> to my mind is that uh, we and in in our in our organization we talked about you know different personalities we have introvert and extrovert extrovert are the people who are always forthcoming share ideas introverts they may not feel confident or comfortable i should not say confident comfortable sharing ideas in the forum so when you are doing a brainstorming sessions uh, and again most of the virtual meeting tool has a chat option so again maybe think about using the chat option where you may don't you the person who are not comfortable speaking up can put their ideas in the chat and in that way they are also engaged and part of the conversation is not like you need to unmute yourself and talk if you are not comfortable so again that will also encourage diversity of thoughts and ideas in a remote environment yeah in fact i came across a new uh, idea recently i uh, read an article and which spoke about brain writing rather than brainstorming because mm-hmm. in brainstorming sessions as you mentioned typically extroverts might be speaking a lot and ambiverts might speak with a slight nudge and introverts need a little more push right, right. it's not that introverts don't have ideas they have a lot of ideas so what um, this guy if i if i remember correctly i think it is proposed by adam grant okay, okay adam grant what he said is uh, go for brain writing okay in case if you want to have your team members come up with ideas give them the problem statement and let them work offline and come up with ideas to the meeting directly okay then you can go through them and bucketize them prioritize them rather than asking them on the fly right this will give an opportunity for everybody to think through and all right so i think it made sense in fact uh, we use uh, these kind of techniques in the lean six sigma world uh, mm-hmm. can, uh, right so i i i really love that concept and it is uh, truly relevant in in today's hybrid slash uh, virtual work environments and all all right so great conversation mitadru but let's add some spice to the episode uh, if you are okay i'm going to kick off a rapid fire round <laughs> yeah sure will right. i get a hamper like coffee with karan yeah coffee <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely <laughs> you can you can expect coffee with karan <laughs> okay right. i'm all set all right great so can you share your strength and a weakness with our audience Uh, my my strength is uh, responsiveness punctuality uh, weakness uh, i check emails uh, too frequently i need to control that <laughs> i i think um, we share both of them like that's a commonality <laughs> both both the strength as well as weakness kind of <laughs> the responsiveness is strength as well as a weakness as well right because we tend to jump into it and provide quick solutions and all yeah <laughs> interesting moving to the next one what is the best piece of advice that you have received so far yeah the best piece of advice um, i received one of my managers was that success comes with diversity of thoughts you need to have people who are very different from you and that is the recipe for your success such a profound statement yeah diversity of thoughts and that comes from diversity of audience right wonderful moving to the next one what is one life changing incident that changed your perspective altogether so this happened 7 uh, years back when i came across a whatsapp video where um, now he's my current teacher he talked about from where i can we can learn productivity and he said you can learn productivity from a child why because a child never worries about the past and not get anxious about the future he or she is always at the present 
So that that was a life-changing incident that I never thought I can learn productivity from a child. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Absolute sense. Moving to the next one. Speed versus perfection. I think uh, you answered it. It is uh, speed, right? <laughs> yes, it is speed. <laughs> and I think I need to move toward perfection. <laughs> yeah, great rapid fire. And um, let me move to the last one. What is one fantasy gadget or electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself? If I look at you know, all of us, uh, what we do personally or professionally, all we are doing this one reason, that is to get happiness. So I want to come up with a gadget which can measure our internal happiness so that when you're taking an action, we can measure, are you really happy or not? Or if you're making a decision for others, can you measure that whether that person is really happy for which we are making a decision? Such a creative idea. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the rapid fire. And with that, let's flip back to the mainstream. And before I let you go, one final question for today's conversation, Mitadru. What will be your biggest or one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their lives or careers? You can pick either of them. Yeah, so this, this podcast is called The Guiding Voice. And uh, one of the great Indian saints quotes, quoted that no matter of lecture will help you until you can lecture yourself. So the real guiding voice is within yourself. You're getting all these advice, but you need to ask yourself, okay, what suits you and apply that. So apply the true guiding voice, which is inside you. I, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, right? But um, eventually, like in case if you were to apply our own inner guidance and all, and if you are able to know what we don't know, then that, that that's where the fulfillment happens. And that's when the entire realization happens and we can move uh, towards the right path, right? Yeah, such a profound statement. And I really enjoyed every bit of this conversation with Adru and uh, it was uh, great uh, talking to you and thank you so much for your time and all the wonderful insights. Thank you, Navin. Thanks for inviting me. I had a great uh, chat with you and I hope all our listeners and viewers uh, have the same. And as Navin mentioned, uh, see, it's all about collaboration. It's about sharing ideas. It doesn't matter where you are from, uh, where who you are. You know, just share ideas. I think together, all of us share ideas and make each other a better professional as well as you know, a better person. So thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, pleasure to host you. And on that note, I would like to continue my appeal to what uh, Mitadru had had said. In case if you have any topic recommendations or speaker suggestions, or if you want to join as a guest speaker. Just shout out on social media network. You'll find me as Navin Samala or email me on the guiding voice for you at gmail.com. Now, let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode. You know, today's trivia is about uh, impact of remote jobs. So today we learned some excellent tips and tricks from um, Mitadru on how to uh, make the remote communication work for you efficiently and effectively. I thought I'll present you few facts related to the impact of remote jobs. You know, the flexibility of uh, remote work actually improves quality of life as well as benefits both mental and physical health in a variety of ways. As per a survey from a prominent uh, business magazine, what they found out is it helps the remote jobs helps people take better care of their mental health. In fact, 80% of the respondents mentioned that. And about 83% of the respondents conveyed that it decreases their level of stress. And about 67% of them said 
it increases the time they spend exercising because um, the time that they are saving through commute right it is being used effectively i am the live example whatever the time i am saving from commute uh, by avoiding the commute to office i am using it for cycling i am cycling almost at least 1 hour a day and uh, it's working really well right so likewise uh, there are so many uh, benefits from remote work and in case if you have come across any other benefits please feel free to comment e- either on the youtube or through social media and uh, that's all for today guys thank you so much for listening and watching i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode